It's episode number five of Elsie's Yoga Class, live and unplugged. So finally, we have a level two, three class here, everybody. So this one is an advanced class for a little bit more advanced practitioners. So if you are a beginner and you have never done yoga before, I would suggest not doing this one. <laughs> There are plenty of others. The other four that I have posted, um, I think two of them are level ones, and then I have two level one twos. So you have those to choose from. I would suggest do a level one class. Those are more geared towards beginners. The level one twos are more towards beginners and a little bit more adept that you kind of know the language, you know the poses. And this is more of a level two, three class, which means that you already know yoga poses and you know a little bit more of the lingo, so it becomes a little bit clearer for you. We do actually an inversion in this practice, which is L pose at the wall, which is upside down, but we step it up a notch by taking one hand off the ground. So yes, you are holding yourself up only with one hand while your legs are up the wall. Try it if you understand. And if not, you can just do plain old L pose at the wall. And those of you who are more adept with handstands, you're more than welcome to try and do that too. Uh, other than that, we also do an arm balance for the first time. So we're doing bakasana in this uh, class, which is also referred to as crane and more popularly spoken of as crow pose. I hope you enjoy the class. You can always please give me feedback. Uh, you can go to my website, number one. My website is elsiesyogakula.com, E-L-S-I-E-S-Y-O-G-A-K-U-L-A.com. My email address is lilitalinda.lee, L-I-L-I-T-A-L-I-N-D-A dot L-I at gmail.com. And also, I refer to a journal at the beginning of uh, my intro to this class, and that is Matrika Yoga. That is M-A-T-R-I-K-A, and you can find it at matrikayoga.com. Uh, I also refer to my teacher, Douglas Brooks, and his website is rajanaka.com, and I will have both of those websites up on the show notes if you want uh, a link to what I refer to in class. Uh, please, once again, lcsyogakula.com, my email, lilitalinda.lee at gmail.com. Please call me back, I mean, <laughs> email me your feedback. And if you would love it, maybe possibly to come practice with me live, actually in my classes, there is a link in my website where you can click as a page that has my schedule on it. So if you want to visit me, it's got all my studios and my classes there, which is where I record my classes. So I'll be happy to actually see some of you showing up for class. Have a wonderful class. Enjoy. Monday that I talked about uh, certainty and doubt and how those things like w how they play into yoga and um, there's this for those of you who are like master yogis 
who are on your path to studying more. This is a journal of uh, philosophy um, called Matrika Yoga. And this is a journal. So this is not like a magazine where you look at the pictures of people doing yoga. <laughs> this is where you read articles that blow your mind like wide open <laughs> by um, these incredible, incredible, intelligent, refined uh just philosophers and, and yogis, not so much in terms of the asana itself, meaning the practice of the body, but in all kinds of different ways, mainly just um, the path to yoga, where history of yoga and how it's interpreted to us now. And I found this, and it was really interesting because I, I opened it up, and the first thing I find is this editorial, and it's called The Yogas of Certainty and Doubt. <laughs> I was like, oh. I had a feeling it was probably, it's my teacher who wrote this, actually, my philosophy teacher. I think it could be Douglas Brooks, or it could be one of his students, possibly, maybe even the, one of his students is actually the one who published this, this whole journal. And I'm gonna read you just a little bit, um, just a little bit. There's too much for me to say. All right, this is, uh, just a paragraph. My teacher once said to me that yoga is not only knowing what matters, it is a process of deciding what matters. Yoga is how we engage the things we believe and think and feel. Whether we do this yoga well or poorly, we cannot exempt ourselves from making decisions. Yoga is always about how we process our experiences to decide for ourselves what is important. If we begin our understandings without facts, then we can believe anything we want, as if our believing makes our hopes, our fantasies, and even delusions true. So basically those things is, is what we talk about here is not so much that this practice is all about finding the thing, the way, the, you know, she knows the truth, she will tell me. But it's merely me offering what I understand in terms of my life. And it's not that even sometimes things prove to be true. You know, and the more that we can partake and deepen the questions and not be afraid to question even those things you know as true, for that is going to take you into a deeper truth. It's just going to step you deeper, take you more. And that's part of the process. You deepen the conversation. If somebody says, this word in Sanskrit means this, or this pose is good for your health, you know, you should do backbends. They open up your heart. That could be your experience or my experience, but then you have to question it. You do it and you go, hmm, I don't think that's working for me. Maybe it'll work tomorrow. But you keep on deepening the conversations. And that's where the yoga begins. How you make this your practice and in turn allow it then to take you deeper into each other. So it's not so comfortable for us to just sit into maybe just feeling comfortable with what we believe but moving into that and then questioning and then growing it out and then continuing the conversation. Take a nice seat, please, and close your eyes. Please turn to your breath. Listen to these words. The things that are the most true are not the ones we know only for ourselves, but the ones we share and can witness, repeated for others. 
It is when we cling too hard to what we want to be true that we fail to recognize the complexity of truth and that our search for truth absence the required dose of doubt. Bring your hands to your heart. So as we sit together, I know a lot of you have been practicing now for a while. So you've got a vast amount of knowledge, whether you even believe that or not. Move into everything you know. Trust into everything you know. And yet be open to receive doubt. Be open to receive the growth. Let's chant Om together three times, please. Take a deep inhale. Into the dance of certainty and doubt within your heart, bow, accepting, honoring, and stepping into it. Release your hands fully. Lift your head, please, everyone. Open your eyes and come into downward facing dog onto your mats. Move into your breath. Move into your breath as if that is really the only certainty you know. For every one of these poses can fluctuate at any time. Your body can shift. And what might have been true yesterday for you may not be true today. And instead of judging or criticizing, move into its fullness. Make it yours and deepen your understanding. Right foot forward, please, for a straight leg lunge. So your right leg is bent 90 degrees and your back leg is absolutely straight. Miss Jody, how have you been? I'm so glad to see you. I know, I'm so glad I made it. (laughs) Power up straight legs and meaning that the front, the back leg is straight. So when you say like a straight leg lunge, the back leg would be the straight leg. Now if your right knee was on, your left knee was on the ground, that would be a bent leg lunge. See that? (laughs) I know, it's confusing. What's going on? Inherently in the lunge, there's a right knee bent. Downward facing dog. Stretch back through your thighs. Or possibly even a high lunge as opposed to a low lunge. Left foot forward. 
Think about this, uh, moving into the facts of every practice or of, of every pose is finding the alignment principles, the anatomical alignment to every one of these poses. Your knee is 90 degrees over the ankle. Your chest is extended forward. Your back leg is straight. Fingertips right alongside those ankles. And then you move on to the uncertainty. So once you place your body, you begin to pulse with spirit. So your muscles draw to the bone. And then they extend back out to find more and more spaciousness. Step back, please, to plank position, top of a push-up. Inner corners of the hands flat down towards the floor. And especially here, float the shoulders toward your ears even more. Toward your ears even more. Good. Keeping that. Then you soften the upper back right in between your shoulder blades. Good. One more big breath here. Bend your elbows three inches down to the floor. Keep squeezing the back of your shoulders. Press all the way back up. Keep your shoulder back. Good. Downward facing dog. Goodness me. Strong through the hands. So the more you press down to the earth, the more that the arms can actually lift up. And then keeping that lift, then you can start to soften the upper back right in between the shoulder blades. That's it. Lengthen even more through the right forward. That's it. Now pause there. Soften once again. Much better. Now keep that. Reach your groins back and apart more. Start to reach your booty back. Press. Press back. Press back. Press back. Press back. Good. Yeah. And just keep feeling that. Jump, please, or step forward to the top of your mat. Much better, Trish. Inhale. Reach your chest and lengthen. Exhale. Fold. Please root down to rise up and touch the sky. Stretch your arms up overhead, stretch your fingernails even up, and bring your hands straight to your heart. Let's continue like that. Inhale, lift up, open up. Exhale, fold fully and touch the earth. Uttanasana. Inhale, reach your chest forward. Ardha Uttanasana, forward. Exhale, step back to plank position, top of a push-up. So think about this pose. There is a rhythm and a strength to that pose. Claw the finger pads. Lift the hips higher. Float the shoulders towards the ears a little bit, and then melt the upper back right in between the shoulder blades. Lift your head up, everyone. Chin up. As you exhale, chattarangarindasana. Bend your elbows, shoulders away from the earth. Back of the waist full. Perfect. Lay on your bellies. Spread the fingers a lot. Take your shoulders back. Press your feet down. And now begin to curl your chest up and away from the earth. Forward and up. Even here, inner corners of the hands flatter down to the floor. Great job, Trish. Now squeeze the bottom tip of the shoulder blade in more and curl back. That's it. Downward facing dog. And even when you come down, keep the shoulder back. It's tough. (laughs) Breathing and stretching. Extend back through the heels. Stretch your legs straight as you can have them. Your whole spine becomes longer. Jump or step forward, everyone, to the top of your mat. Inhale and lengthen your sternum forward. Exhale and fold. Root down to rise, everyone. You root to rise. You open up. You stretch out through the fingers and bring your hands to your heart. When you bring them down, you grow taller through the crown of your head. Inhale. Open up. So you root into what you know to open up to what you don't. Exhale. Fold fully in full certainty to trust yourself. As you inhale from that trust, reach your chest forward. 
And as you exhale, step back to plank. We'll do it one more time, just taking the time. Spread the fingers, and even here, soften the upper back in between your shoulder blades. As you come down to the earth, claw the finger pads as you press down into the floor. Good. Now, from that foundation, open up and through your chest. So even here, the head of the arm bone, stay pressing back. Press down through the feet even more. Melt the upper back forward. Downward facing dog. Reach back. Soft jaw, soft face. Let the breath find more and more depth. Please step your right foot forward and your back heel flat for Pars Vakanasana. Side angle pose, everyone. Side angle pose. You can reach your hand to the outside of your right ankle if you're a little bit more open. Or you can even just come to the top of the right thigh. And let's do the full pose. So take your left arm right over your ear towards the front of the room. And once again, you just move in to think about what you know. Step your left foot a little farther back so your stance is really, really wide. And now bend deeper into your front thigh. And I suggest to you, bring your form to the top of your right thigh. That's it. That'll be a little bit better. Turn up towards the sky more. Great. Deepen your breath. Now even here, everyone, scoop the tailbone down to the earth. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up towards the sky. Even here, Trish, take your right shoulder back more. Open up. Chaturanga Dandasana. Great. Open up, shoulders back, curl forward and up into your heart. Cobra or upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Left foot forward, please. Parsvakanasana. There's something amazing about moving as a community. And just like they said, usually when things are true, it usually resonates with others. And those are the things that are the most true. Press your feet down and scissor the legs isometrically towards the middle. Now keep the strength of the back leg, everyone. That back leg signifies your commitment to everything you have. And yet, as much as the back leg becomes so steady, now you can actually descend heavier through the front thigh to open up, literally to the uncertainty, to see how far you can open it up. Can you grow your experience even more here? Open up through the chest, shoulders straight back. Chaturanga Dandasana, please. Follow your exhale. Follow your exhale. Make it an offering. Then, from the back of the heart, rise up into your back bend. Upward or upward uh, or cobra pose. Downward facing dog, please. Press back. Reach back through your thighs, inner thighs. Even here, lengthen up towards the sky more. Claw the finger pads. And even from the inner heel of the hand, think about the center of the heel of the hand. Drawing energy all the way up to your armpits so that the underbelly of the forearms, everybody, lifts up away from the earth a little bit so that that doesn't collapse. Now that is your commitment. And then with that strength, you can begin to soften the upper back more in between the shoulder blades to stretch out through the arms, up your back and back through the backs of your thighs more. 
Right foot forward, Trikonasana, everyone. Triangle. Strong through the thighs, strong with the breath. Take a little bit of a wider stance, a little farther back. That's it. So especially here, think about it in this way. If you have had fairly tight hamstrings for a long time now, always see how far you can go through engagement to maybe grow the truth. Maybe you grow the facts. Yeah, you used to have really tight hamstrings. You could not touch the earth. Now recognize how you can. Power up your legs. Scissor the legs isometrically towards each other more. And everyone, even here, just turn up towards the sky a little bit more. Good. And even give me a high five, JC, with your hand. Now take your shoulder straight back. Just squeeze the bottom tip of your shoulder blade in more here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh. Chaturanga Dindasana, please. Follow your breath through your vinyasa. Even here, line up with the sounds of the room. Mm-hmm. Left foot forward, trikonasana. Strong through your legs. Everyone, lift your right toes up. Press the right inner foot down to the earth more. And then try to sweep it towards your left foot, like you're trying to drag it towards the front of your mat. Now notice how much more power your inner thigh has here. Keep the power of the inner thigh. Now I want you to scoop your tailbone down and press out through both of your legs into the earth as if you're literally growing your legs longer. Now curl your chest open, extend up through the crown of the head and open the heart more. Chattarangarindasana, please. That's it. Using the breath to move through. Shoulders stay back. Nice job, guys. Has the body shifted? Has your mind become ever more calm? Is there a difference? Please step your right foot forward and rise into crescent pose. So keep your back knee lifted up away from the earth. Your back toes are tucked. Right knee is 90 degrees, your arms up straight up overhead. Bend deep into your front thigh and squeeze your legs in. Make your back leg stronger. And now even from there, Joe, come high up onto your tippy toes on the back foot, Joe. Heel up, heel up, heel up, good. Scoop the tailbone, lift your chest up, open up behind you. Crescent pose. You crescent your body more. Exhale. Hands down to the earth. Look forward in front of you about a foot or so. Shift the weight forward. Come balancing onto your right foot. Both hands onto the earth. Your pelvis is squared. So I want you to flex your back toes and the left outer hip more towards the ground. Left outer hip more towards the ground. Beautiful. Like that. Keep squeezing the muscles of the right thigh even more through here. 
Please inhale and reach your chest forward. And as you lengthen your heart to the front, I want you to press your left leg back as if you were pressing it into a wall. Now, as you exhale, keep the steadiness of the back leg so nothing changes. Let's do that just one more time. Inhale. Please reach your chest forward. Lengthen and press the right hip back more to square the hips. And as you exhale, fold back in, please. Beautiful. Now, bend the right leg deeply. Take a big step back behind you so you come into a high lunge once again. Knee 90 degrees. Walk your left hand a little bit more towards the left side of your mat. And I also want you to stay up onto your fingertips. Now take your right hand and reach it up towards the sky. Turn. Mm-hmm. Now notice, can you take the left shoulder back more, everyone? Yeah. Keep the steadiness of the back leg. And now turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up more. Curl your chest up sides of the neck back, and even take your chest away from your knee more, away from your knee more. Good job. Hands down to the floor, plank position, top of a push-up. Chaturanga Dandasana. Tops of the feet down to the earth, curl it up, shoulders back, heart forward. Downward facing. Please step your left foot forward. Crescent pose. Steady with the breath. So especially here, try these little actions, everyone. Scissor the legs isometrically towards each other to move into the facts, to move into the steadiness of the pose. And then, scoop the tailbone down into the earth, lift your belly away from the top of the left thigh, and curl up and over towards the back wall. So you actually move into uncertainty. You move into what you haven't done before. You make it grow and see how far you can take it. One more breath. Exhale, hands down to the floor, pause here. Look in front of you a little bit. Inhale, come balancing onto your left foot, please. You use your left foot and both of your fingertips on the ground to hold you steady. So that becomes a tripod, a triad of energy. All three corners. Keeping that. Inhale, reach your chest forward and see how wide and long you can make your spine. Exhale, fold fully back in, but the steadiness of the back leg unwavers. Inhale, reach your chest forward. Lengthen, and as you lengthen the heart, press the right foot back more. Exhale, fold back in. Bend the left leg deeply. Take a big, huge step back behind you. Follow the strength. Good. Now step your left foot a little bit even here. Sorry, your right fingertips more to the right side of your mat. Lean onto the right and take your left arm up towards the sky. Soften to feel and see what else you need to do to find more expression. To deepen the conversation. Is it your breath? Can you soften the eyes? Maybe can you find a little more sensitivity? Can you make your back leg stronger? Chattarangarindasana, please. Upward facing dog or cobra pose. Curl your shoulders back, press strongly through your feet. Downward facing dog. Listen to the breath. So from symmetry, which would be kind of like fact, 
As the hands and the feet are symmetrical down to the floor, you find more comfort and more steadiness. So in these times, come back to the middle. Press the hands down and try to sweep them towards the middle. Your feet down and do the same thing. So you hold to that one steady thing. And now, from that steadiness, you can expand. So take your right hand and reach all the way to the outside of your left shin. So you're going to reach across the body and hold the outside of your left shin. Now, as you press back, remember the facts. Remember the steady symmetry. So press both legs. Press them back towards the ground more. Lift the left armpit. Draw the heart straight through and look underneath the left armpit even here. So you make it more more beautiful, more creative in its expression. Hands down to the floor, please. Hands down to the floor. Come back to middle with your breath, with your body. Let's do the other side. Reach across the body, hold the outside of the right shin. Or even the right side of your thigh, possibly. So with your breath now from the remaining limbs, from your feet and from your hand, draw up into your heart, into this core of the heart. Even here, lift the armpit up away from the earth more. Squeeze the bottom tip of the right shoulder blade and then you can take your whole torso underneath your right armpit. Good. Downward facing dog. Nice job, guys. Right foot forward, please. Virabhadrasana number two, everyone. Rise up. Take your arms out to the sides. So in this one, that thigh is bent 90 degrees. Your back leg stays steady. Torso lifted. Arms out to the sides. Mm-hmm. Jody, take a little bit of a wider stance. Trish, you're doing great with the right thigh. Now you've got to power up your left thigh even more, meaning press it down and lift it away from the earth, your left thigh away from the floor more, like that. Good. JC, take a little wider stance. Lucy, take a wider stance. Joe, bend deeper into your front thigh. Now turn the right palm of your hand up. Everyone move back. Reverse warrior. Reach it straight back towards the back wall. Good. Allow your left hand to gently move down towards the ankle, as if it could possibly even touch. And yet, you don't forget the bend of the right leg. So everyone, continue to bend deep into the right, and then widen the knee towards the pinky side of the toe more. Turn the left side of your belly up. Big stretch. Nice job. Hands down, please. Chaturanga Dindasana. Or you may step back to downward facing dog. So you lack the facts of your practice. You question and you deepen. You may have to step up by literally letting yourself be more sensitive and step back to see the bigger picture, to try something new. How about you don't do a vinyasa? What would that feel like? <laughs> Left foot forward to the top of the mat. <laughs> Open up, take your arms out to the sides. <laughs> Sides of the waist long and full. Strong through the earth as you power up your legs. Now even here, notice the quality of your face and the movement of energy in the body. So as you're bending deep into that front thigh, you guys are doing so good. So good. Soften your fingers and especially the thumb part of your hand. Make sure that the top part of the hand and the bottom is equally spread. And it's not like, and it's not, so it just becomes a soft expression. And as you reach out through the center of the heart, notice the quality. Notice what happens to your body. 
you become more receptive. Turn their left palm up, slowly move back, reverse warrior. So even there, this is where the breath really counts. Draw the left shoulder blade back, and even here, Trish, the right shoulder back more. You always remember. Scoop the left tailbone, lift the arms up. And even here, JC, you're doing great with the back leg. Now I want you to just stretch your arm absolutely straight. That's it. Good job. Hands down to the floor, please. Downward facing dog. Oh. Strong through your thighs. Lengthen with the breath. Reach back so much through the heels, everyone, that your toes become lighter. Press the inner corners of your feet down to the earth so you start to constantly hold steady through your shins. What that embodies is your commitment, your commitment to the practice, to deepening the conversation. Your inner thighs then widen apart more. Your sit bones spread up towards the sky more. And then that gives you space. You grow the pose always. Right foot forward, please, everyone, for pigeon prep. So walk the right foot forward and then walk it over towards the left side of your mat so you come to the outside of your right shin. Your back knee down to the earth. Walk your hands back so you line up more with your hips, everyone. Press the outer foot on the right leg down to the earth more. Walk your hands back a little more, everyone. Mm-hmm. And continue to squeeze your legs isometrically towards each other. Curl your shoulders back. Great. Now the last little thing. Think about the bottom part of your rib cage. That is usually moves faster than everything else. The rib cage pops forward towards the front and the lower back gets dark. So soften the rib cage back a little bit. Those floating ribs back. Fill the back of your waist and then grow straight up towards the sky and back behind you more. There you go. That's it. Switch sides, please. Walk your hands back so they line up more with your hips. Shoulders straight back behind you. Lift up through the heart. Mm -hmm. Keep continuing to keep the power of your back leg. So widen the outer right hip, everyone, more towards the right. And then even turn your belly button a little bit more to the left, just a tiny little bit. So you feel even the fascia of those internal hip flexors start to move more. Shoulders back hard up. Keep the humility. Keep the connection to something bigger. And then open up to what you don't know. Lift your chest up. Open and full. Plank pose, everyone. In plank pose, everyone, please point your toes. Please point your toes so that you're on the tops of your feet. Draw the inner heels towards each other so that your feet are absolutely parallel. So don't let them sway out to the sides. Lift your hips up. Fill the back of your waist. Scoop your tailbone. Come down halfway. Chaturanga. Press back up. Downward facing dog. Nice job. Turn over to the underneath your feet again, just because that was very exciting and fun. Please jump or step forward to the top of your mat. 
Power your legs up, everyone. Inhale and reach your chest straight forward. Exhale and fold. Just one more. Inhale, lengthen and stretch. Exhale and fold. Beautiful. Root down to rise up, everyone. Root down to rise up. Lift up, touch the sky. Open up with the breath. And bring your hands straight to your heart. He wants to move already. You do want to move, don't you? You ready to go to the wall? How about a shrub pose? We'll do shrub after we do this. So <laughs> let's go to the wall, please, everyone. Take your mats with you. Before we actually, uh, we're going to do first L pose at the wall, everyone. But before we even do that pose, I want us to do downward facing dog, just to the middle of the room. Both feet on the ground, so no heels at the wall. Just do downward facing dog for me. Now. Keep your hands shoulder width apart, obviously. Now what I want you to do from here is, JC, take your whole foot on the ground, sweetheart. Don't, don't come them all the way up to the wall. Walk your hands forward to, and move away from the wall, JC. There you go. Now I want everyone to widen your feet, possibly maybe as wide as your mat. For some of you, maybe even wider. So I just want you to start to feel what that does to your body, because this will count in a little bit. Keep reaching back through your thighs. And then now I want you to do the same thing we were doing before. I want you to take your right hand and reach it to the outside of your left shin, this time with a wider base. So you still have to squeeze more power to the middle here. Keep the left armpit up and then reach back. Good. But even here, resist the tendency to have the right hip come with you. Widen the right hip to the left, to the right a little bit more. That's it. Bring your hand back down to the earth. Let's do the other side. Reach across the body. Reach back through your feet. So you've got to be really, really strong with the legs in. Good. Keep that. Lift the right armpit more. Reach your heart through. Good. Release, please. Walk forward to the top of your mat. Keep your legs, walk all the way forward to the top of your mat. Keep your legs as wide as your mat. Interlace the hands behind your back. Good. Soften. All right, so even here, I want you to bend your elbows. And just take a moment and just find more breath right here. Just breathe. You don't have to do anything else. And now from there, from that space, draw the shoulders straight back behind you. Great. Squeeze the bottom tips of your shoulder blades. Is that hurting you right here? Right to the top. One more breath. And slowly release everyone. Come down towards the floor. Good. Hands to your hips. Shoulders back. Root down to rise up. Good. I'll show you what's going on there in a second. All right, everybody. Elbows at the wall. So you're going to face towards the middle of the room. Let's all go together. Come onto your hands and your knees. So you're going to walk up the wall. Shoulders over your wrists. Inner corners of the hands flatten towards the floor. So even here, as you claw the hand, soften the upper back right in between the shoulder blades. You really find that softness. That's it. Good job. Downward facing dog. Keep your arms steady and strong. Walk yourselves up all the way up the wall, please. Make sure that your feet are in line with your hips, everyone. That's a good way to check if you're straight. Reach the bootay up towards the sky more. 
Some of you are fairly adept at this pose already, so we're going to step it up a little bit. You do not have to do this. You can stay at L pose. Widen your feet as wide as you widened them apart before when your legs were on the ground. Claw the finger pads. Squeeze into here, the core of your heart. Take your right hand, hold the outside of your left shin. <laughs> you can do it, Miss Buffy. Press your legs, press your legs, press, press. That's it. Keep pressing back through your thighs. Lift the left armpit up away from the earth. Good job. And slowly release. Place it down to the floor. Good. That's it. Hold steady. I like the way everybody laughs. Other side. I know I've seen you do it, Jeremy. Are you, are you tired today? Your hips. She's like, my back is sore. And slowly come down, Miss Buffy. And she's like the only one up there. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So in terms of that stuff, think about, think about what happened with your mind right there when that happened. What do you think? No. No. And then, and, but why? Why no? Fear of falling. Fear of falling. That's pretty, that's pretty good. That's a good thing. Of what? Yeah, doubt. Right? I know. I know. Let's, so let's go. So, yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, what happened? Like, once, what, what were the steps that went through your mind to try? Um, well, I thought that the worst thing happened was Yeah. You know, I followed the instructions at the beginning and I said, this is the guy working for you. JC shared. JC shared. Good, good. And you know what's so funny is because part of the process is that. Part of the process is you, Go what? Right? And the first time that you do something that you've never done before, it's like, is it possible? Number one, don't think it is. You have doubt, you have fear, all those things. But what is it that you do know? You do know, because I watched you all do it on your hands and knees with your arm, with your legs out. I remember that stability that you had through your legs. I know, I mean, mind you, you're upside down. I know that you can have that. So trust in that. It's part of the process. Trust in your foundation. Now, I would say for most of you, don't widen your legs so wide apart. Maybe, maybe as wide as your mat. You've got to use your legs into the wall. If it's all on your hands, taking a hand off is going to have you fall. Don't you think? So as you press your legs back, possibly, maybe you can just lift it up a little bit. Let's try the other side. And let's just try, just try. Just allow yourself to move into what you do know and let yourself doubt. And then from there it starts to grow. So let's come onto your hands and knees again. <laughs> or wonder if I'm playing a practical joke and this isn't, this is just me like candid camera. <laughs> I know. Soften the heart, you guys. Come all the way up. Take your time. Squeeze your legs and use the power of your legs into the wall. So you can even widen your feet a little bit apart. Just even, what if you do that today and that's enough? Press your feet into the wall as much as you can, as much as you can. Squeeze your legs in. You tried. And then from that power, you can maybe start to take that arm up. Good. You lifted. I saw a lift. Squeeze your legs. That's it, Jody. You did it. You can widen your feet a little bit farther apart. Press your feet stronger. There you go, Joe. But you have to reach across the body. I like the fact you're doing it with one hand. There you go. There you go. 
That's it. Nice. And slowly come down. Awesome. (laughs) He's like like fighting with the pose. He's like, ah, I hate it. Ah, I know. (laughs) Good. So even then, what happens when you try things, what you're uncertain of, is it just immediately starts to shift your body. And it shifts you in an energetic, it energetically shifts you up. There's going to be a lot of things that we don't know if they're possible. But there's a lot of things we do know that are possible, right? And we grow those experiences. So it doesn't matter if you did it or not. It's just your ability to try, to deepen your understanding. That's it. And so then you go like, oh my God, I got my hand up for a second. I tried. That's great. Let's come back. Please. (laughs) You can do it again, Howard. Come on back, all. Come on back. Great job. So once you're back over here, let's uh, let's do a hip stretch from here. Let's start standing on your left foot and cross your right leg over. So almost the same pose as we were just doing that pigeon prep that we did before. So bend the standing leg a little bit. Spread your toes a lot. Squeeze your legs in. Then take the groins back behind you and start to come down towards the floor. Reach the fingertips to the earth possibly, or maybe some of you can actually use blocks so that you can lean on the blocks better, or you can actually use the wall to help you out. So you always make the choices that are the most necessary for you today. Extend your chest forward, everyone. Lucy, bend a little bit deeper into your front thigh. Great. And now lift the outer right hip away from the floor. There you go. Good. Spread your toes. Uh Uh-huh. Take your time as you slowly rise up. Press the foot down and come up. Good. Other side. Step onto your right foot. Cross your left leg over. Bring your hands to your heart, hips. Bend the standing leg a little bit. Squeeze power to the middle. And then take the groins back and apart. Bend deeper into your front thigh. And slowly, slowly start to come down to the earth. Bend a little bit deeper into your legs, everyone. And now as you bend, you resist that same action by widening back through the groins and even stretching your chest forward a little bit more. Good. Strong with the breath. Take your time and rise up, everyone. Good. Standing baby cradle. So you're going to stand onto your left foot. Cross the opposite leg over. Same thing. Bend your leg and come all the way down to the earth. Now once you come down to the floor, you're going to baby cradle your lower leg by possibly hugging your leg toward your chest, having your elbow hug the knee, your left elbow hug the sole of your left foot, of your right foot, I'm sorry. 
And then squeeze power to the middle here. Take your shoulders back. Keep the left leg as straight as you can have it. And then begin to stretch yourself straighter. So that now you're going to start to stand up, keeping your shin hugging in. Hold steady. That's it. So especially as you start to rise up, you must root the left thigh to the earth more. Very gently take your time as you release that foot. Place it down to the floor and let's switch sides. Step onto your right foot. This time left leg crosses. So even here, the movement of the way that you, th- you go through the process, reach down to the earth. Every single part of this transition becomes clear and precise. Once you come down to the earth, you go ahead and hug your foot. Great. Take your time, scoop your tailbone. Scoop it down to root through the right heel. Squeeze the thighs as you stretch up. Hold steady. Taking the time. And very sweetly release the leg. Nice. Can you widen your feet apart and let's come to a squat, please? Turn your toes out. Come all the way down to the earth. Arms to the insides of your legs. Root down through the heels. Descend the sit bones down to the floor. And extend your chest up towards the sky. Press the heels towards the ground more. And lift your chest higher up. Shoulders even here move back. Stretch your legs absolutely straight. And bow forward. Keep reaching back to your thighs. And let your heart deepen. So once again, come back to parallel feet. Have your second toe in line with the center of your ankle as you fold. Yep, just like that. Nice job, guys. Bend your knees once again. And this time, come up onto your tippy toes. So you're going to squat. Bring your feet together. Bring your feet together. Widen your knees apart. Now, once you widen your knees apart... Come all the way down to the earth until you come down onto your forearms. See if you can bring your forearms all the way down to the floor. Great. Keep your knees to the outsides of your armpits, possibly even here, as high up as you can get them, to your triceps. Squeeze your legs in towards the middle and now press the forearms into the earth and squeeze your arms towards each other. Shift the weight forward and come balancing onto your forearms. You're doing a very tiny baby bakasana. <laughs> the smallest arm balance ever created. <laughs> Squeeze your legs, head up. Whoa, that's it. 
One more breath. And slowly release. That's it. There you go. Good. <laughs> we have a, a, a crane that has moved into the, into the earth and rounded itself. Oh. How'd it go? Okay. You tried it. Good. Yeah. So from there, it takes the fear out of it a little bit because you're so close to the ground. I mean, literally, you know. Um, let's try Bakasana from that. So now scoot yourselves back a little bit. So if, so those of you who fall forward, you can fall on your mats. You can even use a little landing pad if you want. Place like blankets, bolsters in front. And let's try and notice, especially when you did that first one. Since you were so low and you started to come up, think about the precision with which you started to come up. Like you were like, how do I, oh, I got to squeeze, oh, I can't, I got to squeeze more. Right? And then you lift it. So do the same thing here. Take the time to do it. Take your arms into the insides of the legs. What? Greg. Oh, you're like, Bakasana. <laughs> Spread your fingers. Squeeze the arms into the legs, into the inner legs, and start to come up. Now, once you start to come up, oh, my goodness, JC, I watched. I saw you do that. Yeah, I saw you. Take your feet towards your butt, everybody. Take your feet towards your butt. Reach them up toward your butt more. Good. Look at that. JC, yay. And slowly release, please. Great job, guys. Awesome job. Is that the first time you got up? The longest. All three seconds. Yeah. So even from there, it starts to grow. Because especially here, Bakasana, the full pose, has straight arms not bent arms. And so we start from the beginning small, just like you did when you were at the, on, the, on the floor, right? Little. And then you start to grow it. So at first it is just about, I think I held it for a second, right? And then you rest into it. You actually draw in and then you start to get, you start to grow more. You press the arms straighter. You take and you get more compact. So the feet actually draw in towards your sit bones more. The back of the waist fills more and then you can start to come up. Let's do it one more time. One more time. Place your hands like you're about to do Chaturanga Dindasana. That's how you start. And you even bend your elbows a little bit down to the earth as if you're doing Chaturanga. And even though the form of the pose takes your shoulders off your back, your action is to melt the upper back towards the ground even here. So as you start to shift the weight forward, squeeze your legs in towards each other. That's it, Jeremy. Scoop the tailbone down and keep lifting the back of the waist up. Good. Lift the chin up, head up. Gaze forward even more. That's it. And even here, Miss Buffy, try to lift your heels up towards your butt more. Lift the heels towards your butt. Scoop your tailbone more. Scoop your tailbone more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big stretch. Nice. And slowly, slowly release. Oh, that's it, Joe. I know. He's like, yeah, we did it for so long. I know. My concentration. Downward facing dog, everybody. Good job. Extend back through the heels, through the thighs, through the toes. Please step your left foot forward to the top of your mat. Walk your left foot over to the right for pigeon prep again. 
<laughs> Walk your hands back so that they line up more with your hips. Yeah. Squeeze your legs in. Both of your hips facing forward. Now bend your right leg and hold the foot with the right hand. Right hand, right foot. Oh, who knew that your thigh could be so full of sensation? <laughs> so even as you bend the leg, think about it in this way. You don't just, when I say, obviously I'm telling you the facts. Bend your right leg, hold the right foot with your right hand. That Those are the facts. But then there's action that is involved in that too. So you don't just move into the, oh, geez, I think that's too hard. Press the knee down and try to drag it forward. That engages the top of the thigh. And then, now safely, you can extend out. But you got to keep that same alignment there. Back knee down and forward. Even try to bring that leg, that foot, closer to the outer right hip. So you keep on growing the pose. That's it. There you go. Keep lifting up through your chest, everyone. One more breath. And slowly release. Let's go ahead and switch sides. Questions or problems about that, everyone? <laughs> Good. That's it. So even there, walk yourselves back. And even before you start, scissor the legs in towards the center. So you actually stabilize your even all the fascia, all the tissue in your hips. As you bring yourself up, then you can bend your left leg safely. Hold the left foot with your left hand. Hold the inside of the foot and then start to bend your elbow and bring that foot as much as you can to the outer left hip. As you bring it in, curl, take the elbow up, turn the palm of the hand forward and keep lifting up through your chest. That's it. Take your elbow up towards the sky. Lucy, see if you can, like that. There you go. Now keep even there. See if you can hook that foot to the bottom part of your left rib cage and lift your chest up. That's it. One more breath, guys. Beautiful. And slowly release, please. Downward facing Shavasana. How's that? <laughs> Yay, lay on your bellies. <laughs> oh. Just take a moment even here to just let your thighs get heavy. Ooh, look, even Sukha liked downward facing Shavasana. <laughs> Reach down and soften the hips down towards the floor. Oh. Great job, guys. Hmm. Prop yourself up onto your left forearm, please. Ardha Bekasana, half frog pose. Bend your right leg, hold your right foot with your right hand. Once again, hold the inside of the foot as best as you can. So turn the palm of your hand up so that the right shoulder stays back. Press the top of the right knee down and then start to bend the right elbow so that you can bring that foot as close as you can to the outer right hip. As you do that, now turn your belly button, face it straight forward. So we tend to lean onto the left, turn towards the left. That's it. Now as you turn towards the left, lift your chest up and head up. Keep scooping the tailbone down. Good. For those of you who want to go a little bit deeper, please stretch your left arm straight. Press down through the feet. That's it. One more breath as you curl up. So straight up, Miss Buffy. See, uh, Miss Lucy? So the arm, yeah, so you lift up. Oh, <laughs> breathing. That's it. And slowly release. Good job. Nice, guys. Let's do the other side. 
left foot into hand, hand against the foot as you reach. And even from there, from the power of your tailbone, everyone, so you've got to scoop the tailbone down so that the lower belly rises away from the top of the thigh, and then you can start to stretch the right arm straighter. But you've got to keep scooping that tailbone. If not, you're going to crash still towards the back even more. Keep curling up through your chest, scooping down to the earth, and lift the lower belly away from the earth. More, one more breath. And slowly release. Nice job, guys. Down dog, please. Down dog. Breathe and stretch. Inner heels back, thighs back. Good. Left foot forward, back knee to the earth. This time if you want to pad your knee, please feel free to do so. Keeping that, come to the top of the left thigh, please. Hands to the top of your left thigh and lift up. So from here, same thing. You've got to squeeze your legs isometrically towards the midline so that back leg becomes steady first. You can even back yourself up as opposed to lifting forward. Squeeze and move back so you energetically hold steady. And then, keeping that, you can bend your back leg. Hold the foot with your hand here. Root down through what you know. The facts are on that left leg squeeze power to the middle here and then you start to bring that foot as close as you can to that outer right hip once you have it then shoulder moves back elbow faces up as you curl up and over once you found your stability then scoop the tailbone down curl up over towards the back wall so you start to make it more beautiful as you reach towards the back It always keeps growing, and you keep on pressing that foot into the outer right hip. That gets more. Lift the belly and lean back. That's it, Jeremy. Good job. Those kidneys are doing great. One more breath. (laughs) And slowly release, please. Oh. And switch. These boys, man, come to the top of the right thigh, please. Squeeze your legs in. Bend your left leg. Hold the left foot with your left hands. We have dissidence going on on the other side of the class. Press down to the left knee and start to bend that left elbow. Bring it closer to the outer left hip. Use the breath. I can't. <laughs> One more breath. <laughs> and slowly release. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love it. Downward facing dog. <laughs> Reach back to your thighs. Lengthen with your breath, everybody. Oh, nice job. Please come into plank position, top of a push-up. Once again, roll towards the tops of your feet. Roll towards the tops of your feet, just like you did before. So I want you to point your toes and notice if either one of your feet are sickling so that the outer ankles kind of like widen out to the sides. Hold to the middle as if you have a block in between your inner ankles. 
Good. Now lift your head up, chin up. Scoop your tailbone down. And now all I want you to do is to start to drop your hips towards the earth, but you keep your chest lifted. So you're coming into upward-facing dog here. Shoulders back. Squeeze the legs. Good. Downward-facing dog. Press back. Nice job. Breathe and stretch. Tops of the thighs back. Right foot forward. Back knee to the earth. Scissor the legs isometrically towards the middle here. We're going to do Ardha Ustrasana now. So half, half camel pose. You're going to stay with the top of your thigh here to start off with. Hip right over the knee, back toes tucked. It's a little bit easier to reach them back behind. You're going to take your left hand now and you're going to reach back. So you're going to hold the ankle. That's it. Have your thumb part of your hand face towards the prop cabinet and look down towards the ankle. Squeeze your legs in, power it up. Now what I want you to do is to take your left shoulder back, scoop your tailbone and turn your belly button forward towards the front of the room. Take your right shoulder back now so that your chest face straight up to the front of the room. Now take your right arm straight up towards the sky and up over your head towards the back wall. Good job. Those of you who are a little bit more bendy, Overhead, overhead. Now bend deeper into your front thigh and keep lifting up through your chest. You can keep your hands to your hips. Good. When you inhale, come up from the heart, everyone. Your head's the last thing to come up. Your heart comes up first. Great. Good job. Awesome. Made sense, right? Let's do the other side. Made sense. So remembering also, when you're coming out of these back bends, when you've all the way back like that, you're so full of trust. The first thing is, when we start to come out, it's the first aspect of doubt. So as you're coming up, usually you go, oh, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and you flip your neck open towards, towards that side, and that's not so good for the neck. It's like, I want to know where I'm going. You've got to literally move into all that you know and then come up from your heart. So you come up with faith from the heart, and then your logic follows. Squeeze your legs in, reach back please, take your right hand to the back of the right ankle. Turn the thumb part of the hand towards the maroon wall. Squeeze your legs in a lot. Now, scoop your tailbone down to the earth. Turn your belly to the sky, take your left shoulder back. And now take your arm up overhead. And even here, Trish, make sure your right shoulder keeps moving back. You've got to squeeze that puppy back. I know it's, it's tough even here. Yeah, one more breath even as you open up through your chest. Yeah, this guy is because it's coming open. And slowly inhale, come all the way back up. I know. Beautiful job. Good job. Are you ready for the full pose? Ustrasana, everybody. <laughs> so come on to your... <laughs> yeah. So let's all start together this way. Let's all tuck your toes. Let's all tuck your toes under. And even here, make sure that your knees are directly underneath your hips. You actually widen your hips a little bit apart. Great. And now even especially here with those feet, they tend to want to sickle out to the sides. So you've got to do your best to hold power to the middle. So you spread the pinky sides of the foot and you make sure, even here, pretend like you're even squeezing a block in between those heels. Bring your hands to your hips here, everyone. 
And the first step is literally to open up to growth. So from the top of the hips all the way up to your armpits, you get tall, your shoulders move back, your head extends up. Then everyone, take your thighs back and apart a little bit. Round the back. Then scoop your tailbone down, curl your chest up, sides of the neck back, start to lean back. Keep curling up through the heart. Possibly release your hands. Hold your ankles, possibly. You can keep your hands to your hips, Trish. Good. Scooping the tailbone, lift the heart up. That's it. Squeeze your legs in towards the middle more. One more breath. With your next inhale, everybody rise up from your heart. Rise up from the heart. Heart up, heart up. Then the head comes up. That's it. Sweet Jeremy, would you like to try this with a a block in between your shins? It's too much? Yeah. In between, just like in between your thighs. That'll stabilize that back. So all the way up. So from here, let's do it again. Those of you who, I'm going to steal your blocks. Those of you who are fairly adept with this pose and you feel that that was, okay, that was, that wasn't so bad. Place the tops of the feet down to the earth. That's a little deeper. And make sure that the bottom parts of your legs are working. Good. Tops of the feet down or tuck your toes. All right, Jeremy. So from there, everyone, squeeze your legs in. Then take the thighs back. So first try to shoot the block back behind you. Good. Then scoop the tailbone down. Start to lift up through the heart. Keep squeezing the block. And then scoop down and lift your heart up. Don't even think of holding your ankles. Just keep thinking extension. That's it. There you go. Uh Uh-huh. That's it, Jeremy. Keep curling up. Don't think about holding your ankles. Just keep lifting your chest up. That's it. Good. Good. Tailbone even here down. So sweet thing. Your hips have to get up. Away from your thighs. He's like, yeah. And inhale, come up. Come up from the heart. JC, that is, what, what are we going to call that pose? What's, what? Oh, well, He's like, that's not so bad. That's pretty good. She's getting very inventive. Let's see, camel, that could be. Hanging rat pose. Hanging around pose. Okay. It's so cute. He goes, I know. He was like, Saul could be. I'm like, no, your hips are up. He's like, oh. He was like this. I know. Yes, JC. I love it. I know. All these new poses were coming up. Lay on your backs, everybody, please. That was great. <laughs> I know, that's it. That's the, that's the vacation pose. It's like a, it's like a, it's a suntan pose. Sunshine pose. That's sunshine pose. <laughs> Did that work a little bit better? Yeah. Just more thinking extension. Don't think back because that'll crunch and just crank it up. All right, y'all. Urdhva So here, sweet thing. Keep it, um, you can even just, just place the hands, and even if you don't want to place the hands, you can actually just place the hands right here. Keep lifting and taking that shoulder, it's got to go back. All right, place your hands right alongside your ears, everyone. Bend your legs, soles of the feet on the ground. 
Those of you who know your bodies, you know that you don't have to do Urdhva. You can do, first of all, Satubanda or only do bridge pose the whole time. Claw the finger pads. Move first into your heart. So take your shoulders straight back behind you more. Good. Press down through the feet. Scoop your tailbone. Lift your hips up. Mm-hmm. Great. Keep even here curling your shoulders back more. Now press the hands down. Come to the top of the head. Walk your hands towards your feet more. Spread the fingers from the inner elbows. Draw straight to the inner armpits even more. Squeeze that. And now press the arms straight. Oh, oh. That's it. Big stretch. Open up. Mm -hmm. Take your heels out. Good. Walk your feet together a little more. Good. Good. Take your time, please, as you start to come back down to the earth. You can widen your feet a little bit more. And especially here. Turn your head a little more to the left. Even more. That's straight. Okay? No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm making you go like this. No, I'm just, I know it feels like that. And then these guys, we have to get them like that. Because this is now starting to soften. These guys are like, we don't like that. Place your hands, guys, number two. So keep them like that. Bend your elbows. Closer towards your torso. Beautiful. Claw the finger pads as you place the hands. Lift your hips up. I know. Come to the top of the head. From the top of the head, widen the hands even more, Jody. Widen the hands out to the sides. Out, 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 out more. Now turn the fingertips out to the sides of your mat more. To the sides of your mat more. Good. Now from the inner elbows, draw straight into your heart and press up. That's it. Good. Breathing. Mm-hmm. And slowly come back down. I know. How'd it go, guys? We just have 20 more of these to go. We're just building up to it. (laughs) (laughs) How about this? We'll make this one number 20. Yeah? That's good, huh? So you gotta do it like 100%. So place your hands right alongside your ears. So you hold steady to yourself here. Spread the fingers a lot. Good. Spread your toes. Lift your toes up. Lift your toes up. Squeeze your legs in. Scoop your tailbone. Lift your hips up, everybody. Now even more. Claw the finger pads more. Keep drawing straight into your heart. Curl your chest. Come to the top of the head. Now once at the top of the head, walk your hands away from each other a little bit. From the inner elbows, draw straight into the upper back. Good. Curl more into the upper back and then start to press your arms straighter. Good. Nice job, guys. Oh, breathe. And then as you come down, chin to chest, everyone. Claw the hands straight into your heart. Still come down. Oh. Good. See, it feels good to do 20 back bends. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, 
you can do them right now. I'm like, you're nuts. You're nuts. Crazy. He's like, I know that. All right, guys, take your arms up overhead and stretch your legs absolutely straight. Up and over. Both legs straight. Turn the inner corners of your feet down to the earth and spread your toes. Lift your right leg into your chest and stretch it up towards the sky, please. Hold the back of your right thigh now. Supta Parangustasana. Press the inner corners of your thighs, inner leg, inner knee, inner calf towards the middle. And extend up through the right leg. Yeah, so even here. Shoulders back. Good. And even think this has to soften more. Yep. Much better. Breathing and stretching. Stretch your legs forward, everyone, to the front. All the way down to the earth. Let's do the other side. Left leg bends. Hold the back of your thigh. Press the right leg absolutely straight, please. Root the top of the right thigh down to the floor as best as you can. And then begin to stretch the opposite leg up. (laughs) Good. So as you press this puppy down, you can even walk your hand a little bit lower. Here. Yeah. And then... Squeeze your muscles and stretch it up to the sky like that. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And slowly extend the leg all the way forward. Nice job, guys. Jathara Parvartanasana, guys. I'm going to give you an option to do this pose with with legs bent or with legs straight. Take your arms out to the sides. Curl your shoulders back. And... If at any time during this pose you decide you want to turn the palms of your hands down, please feel free to do that, but also keep the engagement of the shoulders. I want the shoulders to move back. Bend your knees in towards your chest. Spread your toes. Flex your feet. Good. You can keep your legs bent like this, or to do the full pose, you can stretch your legs absolutely straight. You can also change your mind at any time. (laughs) So, as you exhale... Take your feet towards your right hand or your knees towards your right hand if your legs are bent. Hover above the ground. Inhale, rise up. Exhale, take it to the left. All the way to your hands, guys. Hover above the ground. Inhale and rise up. So even as you come up, take the legs closer towards your body, towards your face, towards your chest. Take them closer towards you. Now take it to the right again. So even as you come up, take the left shoulder back. Stretch your legs straight. Oh, my. Now take the left shoulder back and inhale, come up. That's it. There we go. Last time over towards the left. Take the leg over. Beautiful. That's it. Right shoulder back, guys. Right shoulder back. Inhale, rise up. And one more. I lied. Inhale, exhale. Come all the way down to the right arm. Inhale, rise up. Inhale. Come all the way to the left. Hover above the ground. Pause. Use your breath. Inhale, come up. Everybody hug your knees in towards your chest. Soften the groins down to the floor. 
Even here, let the lower back move in and up a little bit. Let your shoulders move back. Soft with your jaw. And now drop your legs completely to the right just for a nice, easy twist. Arms out to the sides. And release. Inhale, rise up. Exhale to the opposite direction, please. Now, fully moving into the sweet opening of uncertainty. As now, it is through your desire to let go, to see what's on the other side. That the body starts to open. We receive more newness, more understanding. Inhale, rise up. Give yourself a nice, big hug. And as you hug the knees in towards your chest, as you move into the depths of yourself, at the same time, you stay open to receive more. So the groins deepen to the earth, the back of the waist, even here, fills more. The legs become heavier, and your heart stays open, so the shoulders move back. The spine revels in its curves. So you don't go against nature, but we move into the certainty of it to grow our experiences. Please stretch your legs straight and move into your last pose, please. Shavasana. Even here, Widen your legs maybe a little bit wider than hip-width apart. Turn the palms of your hands up and even let the arms move away from your torso, possibly about a foot or so. Not so wide that you lose yourself, but wide enough that you can expand.
Please deepen your breath. As the breath deepens, your awareness deepens, your life widens, your experience grows. Keep that opening from the inside out as you bend a knee towards your chest and roll to your right, please. Let your legs stay heavy as you use your arms and sit back up. Take your seat once more. Let the palms of your hands rest to the tops of your thighs and allow your whole torso to grow, your shoulders to stay back so the heart stays open. I'm going to read to you just one more little paragraph from the same editorial. Yoga invites us to yoke ourselves, that is, to live with inner commitment, to make affirmations that will involve facts and truths, and to seek truths that enable us to act and to align with what reality is presenting to us. Reality presents all sorts of experiences that science may not explain fully, or perhaps at all, But what lies within the history of yoga is a spirit of inquiry that takes seriously that value of certainty and doubt. And in this respect, we can say confidently that yoga seeks its truth by engaging both. Bring your hands to your heart. And let's chant Om once, everyone. Take a deep inhale. Thank you so much. Namaste.